Hey, 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 short rounds and Benson burners. My name is Doug and I love minis. This is Douglas Minis. The show that just watched all of the MTV Movie Awards on the flight last night back to LA. Coming to you from DLM HQ, where you might hear some hammering because work is being done in Hollywood on Monday, April 11th, 2016. Thank you, Greenville, South Carolina, and the Comedy Zone for letting me do a super fun Doug Loves Movies taping last Saturday. We will do it again soon. Sooner the better. You know, after 25 years, you'd think I'd be used to the randomness of the MTV Movie Awards. The whole show, even more so than other awards shows, which is saying a lot, is just a big PR event pushing movies and performances that were popular but not necessarily good. And the show itself is a spectacle, but the funny parts were not funny. <laughs> I love the Lonely Island guys, but is having three white dudes do a medley of Will Smith songs, is that really going to help the race issue in Hollywood? Hashtag Lonely Island so white. The most deserving winner of the night, in my opinion, was Ryan Reynolds, who gave a prepared speech. They know ahead of time when they're going to win on that show, F to the Y to the I, that was both sincere and had jokes in it. Kind of like Deadpool. Will Smith's Generation Award accepted speech was good, too. And I also like Melissa McCarthy and Chris Pratt, because uh, they both made lists uh, she made a list of the funny women who blazed the trail for her and uh, Chris Pratt named a bunch of action heroes uh, and wrestlers left out Mel Gibson appropriately enough <laughs> people say the MT Movie Awards are for teenagers why are you even watching it Doug but all of the hosts and presenters and winners are adults. I don't think there was a teenager in the bunch. Maybe an 18-year-old or a 19-year-old. So maybe they should all try harder and make a show that everyone can enjoy? And why the constant F-bombs? If it's a show for teenagers, I fucking love to say fuck as much as the next fuck, but are these movie stars being a good example? The Rock and Kevin Hart, in addition to not being particularly funny, just dropped F-bombs and called people bitches constantly. Sidebar, Daisy Ridley and Anna Kendrick should play sisters in something. And what was with all the dudes marching around with briefcases during Eddie Redmayne's intro? Which was just an intro to the trailer for the new Harry Potter thing. Bottom line, though, I've been to several MTV Movie Awards in person, and it's always a good time. I just wish more of the fun would come through on the TV show. Or maybe no one cares. Maybe just seeing The Rock in a Superman costume and Kevin Hart in a Batman costume with no actual jokes or even barely a premise is enough for people. Doug Plugs, tomorrow night in LA, I'm interrupting a mystery movie. 
Or is it a mashup of two mystery movies featuring two characters that I may have just mentioned? Whatever it is, we can't advertise what we're showing, but if you heard the mini from the last Benson movie interruption at CineFamily, you know what's up. CineFamily.org for ticks, and go to DougLovesMovies.com for all of your Doug Benson needs. How's the DLM challenge treating you guys? Sarah the Octopus saw movie 26. You gotta get on it, Sarah. Hateful Eight. And she wrote, I dozed off a few times. <laughs> uh, I I've seen it twice and stayed awake the whole time and, uh, you know, liked it. I just, uh, as you've heard in previous episodes, I didn't love it. Try Bone Tomahawk, Sarah the Octopus, if you haven't seen that yet. Wend E. Claire from Movie 90 saw The Boss, Vulgar and Funny and Dinklage and Girl Power. I dug it. Hashtag yes. Okay, I gotta see it. I, you know, Rotten Tomatoes didn't give it a good score, but I'm hoping that the critics hated it just because it's uneven and that it's still got super funny parts. That's my what I'm holding out for. Bicycle, spelled B-I-S-I-C-K-L-E. For movie 134, so only lovers left alive. Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton were born to play these roles. He gave it an 8 out of 10. Oh, that's the, uh, they're like vampires, right? Yeah, they were born very pale. Skippy2254 saw movie 97, Knights of Badassdom. Not as funny as I imagined, but mostly enjoyed it. Peter Dinklage. I'm not going to say the rest of that sentence, Skippy, because I've never seen Knights of Badassdom. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Try to keep spoilers out of these things. I mean, I know that it's been around for a while, and if I was into it, I should have seen it already, but we're trying to turn people on to some movies, and uh, why, you know, why give away uh, what happens uh, to... You know what I mean. It's no big deal, actually. Useless Dave says, One thing I learned from the Colors, the Three Colors trilogy, which is uh, blue, white, and red, uh, in France in the 90s, you could basically just wander into anybody's house. Um, I bet you there's still places where they people just leave their doors open you can just wander in. And uh, maybe not in France because of the whole terrorism thing that's going on. Lizzie Ann saw Home Alone as movie 56. Not as bad as I remembered. Sweet subplot with elderly neighbor. Bare feet plus glass ornaments. Still cringeworthy. Yeah, it's all about uh, torturing those guys. I saw some of uh, uh, Home Alone 2 lost in New York in my hotel room this last weekend because I, you know, I know how to have a good time. And, um, it's pretty amazing how uh, Macaulay Culkin just runs into those same two criminals. Now they're in New York instead of a s Chicago suburb. And uh, and then just does all the same shit to him again. It's like a really long build up until that part too, which is always good. Comedian X saw for movie 110 the galapagos affair satan came to eden a great and then in parentheses crime question mark documentary about a story i didn't know before yeah 
I don't understand most of that. Dark Side 2, Movie 100, Crystal Lake Memories, another amazing documentary. It includes the poster, and it's uh, I guess it's the definitive documentary about the Friday the 13th. Is it about all the films or just, uh, just the first one? Oh, it says the complete history of Friday the 13th. So, yeah. Well, there you go. That's a history I have absolutely no interest in, but uh, maybe in a film I would uh, come around and enjoy it. I think that the, um, I think that the, not that they were critically acclaimed, but I still think the Friday the 13th movies are incredibly overrated, and I would, I barely would ever want to sit through another one again, although they could be fun to interrupt sometime. I underscore M. Guillermo saw IP Man, one of the best martial art films I have seen. Oh, I might have to check that out then. Malcolm underscore Irvin saw movie 145, so uh, he's doing pretty good. And he says he gives four stars to Calamity Jane from 1953. And he puts all of his reviews on Letterboxd, and uh, so which I guess uh, other people have done as well, but I'm not. I'm just sticking with the hashtag DLM challenge to uh, read about what you guys think about these movies. And congratulations, Malcolm underscore Irvin. It says here that Jonathan Lipnicki follows you. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's nice. That's a good thing if you can get it. Uh, let's underscore get underscore a underscore taco. Uh, saw movie number 120, The Stepford Wives. Decent 70s horror movie. Good idea, but a little too long. Yeah, not not too much horror, but it, I guess it's a horror movie. Um, they blew it with the remake of that. Boy, was that bad. With, uh, who the fuck was in that? Nicole Kidman? Oof. All right, you guys, keep up the good work. Keep seeing movies. I know I'm going to. I'm going to try to check out The Invitation either today or maybe tomorrow because I heard that that's a good, uh, good horror movie. And I'm always trying to find a good horror movie because I, I pretty much don't like horror movies. So whenever a good one comes along, that's neat. Bone Tomahawk, which I talked about earlier, is not a horror film, but it has horrific elements in it and works uh, like a, like I'd call it a horror western, maybe. But I yelled at that one guy for spoiling the Peter Dinklage thing, and now I'm spoiling the tone of Bone Tomahawk. Just see it, you guys. And as always, Puppy Monkey Baby is a creepy shithead. This is Douglas Manny. Shithead sing.